This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is here to help. They've been supporting Canadian small business retailers for 25 years and have recently launched their up and running program to meet an urgent need to get businesses online today. New business sellers can get a free e-commerce store for 90 days when they visit ebay.ca slash up and running. Offer open until August the 22nd. It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay, hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. I am super excited to have Peter Legg from Canada Wide Media with us here today. Now, if you're in the publishing industry or uh, in British Columbia, Peter really needs no introduction. Uh, he's received the Order of BC, which is one of the highest business achievement awards in, uh, in Canada. Instead of bragging a little bit about him, I just want to st- jump straight in and say, hi, Peter. Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, Angela. Thank you. It's an <laughs> honor to be here. Thank you. Well, we're going to have a little bit of fun, but first of all, Let's talk about, about your entrepreneurial journey. Can you give us, I realize it's long and lengthy, but can you give us a snapshot? Uh, I used to be a general sales manager of a radio station in Langley, CJJC. I thought I was doing a pretty good job, and <laughs> obviously I wasn't. Uh, so the owner fired me. He had the philosophical and differences and what have you. And so the drive home to my house was a good 45 or 50 minutes before the freeway was in. And I had to face my wife and tell her I just got fired. So I drove as slowly as I could home, figuring, what am I going to say? What is she going to say? What's going to end up here? Pulled into the driveway, watered in the back door. She said, oh, good day today. I said, well, well, it was a little different. Let's have a glass of wine. I'll get changed, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. So we did that, and a glass of wine. And she said, well, what's up? She knew something was wrong. And I said, um, I got fired today. Silence, not a word, nothing. She said nothing. And then she said, after a good four or five minutes, that's good. That is very good. Mm. You shouldn't be working for somebody else. You're the best salesman. Uh. You've got a positive attitude. You've got enthusiasm. You can do anything you set your mind to. So here's what I want you to do tomorrow. When you get up, shower, shine your shoes, put on a suit and tie and go out there and find a business that you can manage and you can run and make a career of. That's how she dealt with it. Nothing could have been better. So the next morning I got up and I heard of a chap named Al Davidson. You've probably heard of Al Davidson, the the greatest sportscaster in in Canada. Used to work for CKNW in New Westminster. And he had a magazine called Al Davidson's This Week that went bankrupt the day before I got fired. So I phoned him and I said, Al, you want to have lunch? Let's chat about it. He said, sure, okay. So during that lunch, that two-hour lunch, I ended up buying that magazine, Al Davidson's This Week, $76,000. I didn't have 76 cents, but he said, I've printed next week's magazine, so you really take over in two weeks, which is perfect. We changed the name from Al Davidson's This Week magazine to TV Week magazine we still have TV Week, TV Week 45 years later. It's still our number one magazine, uh, both in gross dollars and net dollars, and has about 25,000 paid circulation a week. 
and uh, it helped us build the company that's called Canadoid Media today. And you have a number of publications in our portfolio. Could we rattle off a, a top few just for familiarity? Uh, yes, we have a BC Business Magazine. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a Ward Magazine for the construction business across Canada. Uh, we own the Western Living uh, Magazine, Western Living Condo, Vancouver Magazine, BC Business, I've mentioned that. Uh, and we do a lot of, uh, of custom publishing for all organizations in, in Western Canada. Uh, and we love it. Um, you know, it's not easy. No business is really easy. We haven't made money every single year, but we've made money most years. And we anticipate that maybe next year could be even more challenging than this year. But that, that's what we do. And everything is published under Canada-wide media. Awesome. And I, um, you know, we're both in the media business, so we can talk a little bit about that in a moment. But you, you also launched a, a career as a speaker and an author on the on the back of this business. Yeah, that actually started in high school. I uh, <laughs> went to junior high school in, in New Westminster, well, Vincent Massey Junior High School, named after one of our uh, lieutenant uh, governors. And um, I was asked to give the uh, address to the graduating students going from junior high to senior high. Never done it before. And I loved it. They seemed to love it too. And so I really started there in, 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 grade, uh, in grade nine. And then in high school, I was emceeing all the, uh, all, all the meetings and all the uh, audience participation things that they did there. And uh, I got hooked by it. So um, that's how I started. It's a bit addicting. Well, and I've, I confess that I've never actually been in an audience when you were speaking, but I've, you know, watched your videos and I confess, I have a very, a very interesting story to tell you. I am in the process of reading um, one of your books, Make Your Life a Masterpiece. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I mentioned uh, earlier, I, I know I started getting to know you, Peter, a little bit just by reading your books. And I've read The Power of Tact, which if you haven't read it before, it is a timeless piece. Um, you know, tact is probably, it's something that's never taught in schools, but it is probably one, one soft skill that I think everybody should have. So definitely on my recommended reading list, but uh, make your life a masterpiece. This is an odd thing that happened to me two weeks ago is I'm reading your list of, uh, of books that you've published. And I, the, the one just by the title, make your life a masterpiece jumped out at me. I thought I must get my hands on that book before I, you know, interview Peter and I walk over, I have a, a shelf of business books in my office and I walked over to that bookshelf just for lunch one day and I looked in, in front of me on that bookshelf was your book. I did not put it there. I asked around my office to say who put it there and I'm pretty sure that maybe somebody from your organization snuck it in there so I could read, but it was a very serendipitous. And uh, I, I've got to say, if, if you haven't already read it, Peter, honestly, anytime I see a hotel bar of soap now for the rest of my life, I'm going to think of you and laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and that's it, an inside joke, right? Yes. For those. <laughs> well, it, doing the books is 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 great fun. Uh, I, I'm not a great writer, but I have a great editor uh, who can take my ideas and dreams and, and make something out of it. And uh, it, it takes about a year from, from the initial dream of what the book's going to be about to the publication it takes about a year. Do you publish other people's books as well? We of have course. done, but we're, we're okay. not known for that. Printing of my books is done in, by Friesens in Winnipeg or south of Winnipeg. 
And yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know that business. But the writing of the books, uh, once I get the idea, what I'd like to write about, and then I get a name, I write to the name and what the content is. So my latest book just came out a couple of weeks ago called Under the Influence. It, it started with, I was writing my life story and I called it, What's Your Story? So you in your life have got a hundred stories that have been used. So as I was writing along, it came on, I said, oh, I don't like that, we'll call it Influence. And then we kept writing and it's called Under the Influence. So what it is, is your, your associations, the things that you do, the people that you meet, the places that you go, who you speak for, who you associate with, what influences you, makes you who you are today. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Under the Influence. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, I'll put that on my list too. Can we talk uh, just for a few moments, Peter, what, um, what do you see are the trends happening in the media industry today and, and maybe specifically in publishing and or future trends in the next, say, decade? Well, certainly the digital platform in mm-hmm. various uh, forms is, is going to uh, take over if it hasn't already taken over. But, and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, in, in my 45 years, we've had all kinds of things. There were no cell phones 45 years ago. There were no, all sorts of things that are here today. And we're still publishing more magazines today than mm-hmm. so. Um, in fact, we were just talking to Simon Fraser University yesterday about a magazine for that university. Well, they're all young people. Why wouldn't they go digital? Now, they are doing digital, but they want a product that people can have put on their shelves, read tomorrow, next week, and next year. So um, I, th- I think media, probably the printed word in terms of newspapers will suffer more than we will at the moment. Uh, we've just published the last edition of BC Business. It's over 100 pages. How is that possible? I don't know, but it is. Because people, <laughs> people want to read good writers. They want to read good stories, good illustrations. And they really want to read, to learn how they can be better at what they do, what they can do better at their company. It doesn't have to be a media company. It could be anything. What can you do? How do, how do you become a better at whatever your career path is? Because you can do that. I can be better today and better tomorrow and better next week than I was yesterday. And how do you feel about this kind of blow up world that we're in, um, I'll call it the COVID coaster or economically, some people are suggesting we're in a recession. Uh, could you offer both uh, some pragmatic advice and perhaps some inspiration for Canadian entrepreneurs? Well, first of all, it would be uh, very insensitive of me, not, not to say that I feel for those families who have been affected the most by the loss of uh, their loved ones, whether it's the father or their mother or even their children, and they don't understand why some people get well and some people get it and don't get well. So um, allow me to say that to your your audience. Absolutely. I'm not insensitive to that. Thank you. Um, I've got three daughters of my own and seven grandkids, and God forbid something would ever happen to them. Mm The, the big question probably is, where did this really all come from? Where did this COVID come from? Uh, and I'm not sure anyone really knows for sure. But in British Columbia, 
uh, our, our minister is doing an incredible job, as painful as it is for a lot of businesses, is doing an incredible job of, of keeping the number of cases down to a minimum. I, I won't say she's Absolutely. Canada or best in North America, but she's got to be up there in the top four or five. Uh, she's done an absolutely fabulous job. I think I, I do believe what the Bible says, this too will pass. And how will it pass will be dependent on what rules you're prepared to follow, uh, which some people in the United States are not following, and there's a resurgence to, to this, uh, this disease. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty faithful on my pool. Uh, I, I need to be told by my staff, keep six feet away, Pete, keep six feet yes. away. I'm yes. not good at that, uh, but I, I don't mind if they yell at me and tell me to do that. They're doing it for their safety and mine. This too will pass. How do we come out of it? It might not pass. There might be some organizations and some people that are going to have to shift their career path, shift their whatever they're doing now to earn a living, particularly if it's their own business. That's, that's a little uh, dodgier to, to talk about. We, we've done okay, uh, and we're doing okay. Uh, we're not making, we've never made a fortune, so I'm okay with what we're doing. Uh, and the government has certainly helped. I really appreciate the government subsidies for some of our staff and some of our freelancers, and I and, uh, uh, hope that goes on for as long as it's feasible. Um, now, that's a long way of saying, I, I don't really know uh, any more than the, so how we're gonna get out of it. But we have got to take her, Bonnie's rules and regulations and take them very seriously and apply them to our spouses and our children and our staff and those people mm -hmm. we associate with so that we are not going to get infected or infect other people with something that we don't know we have. And I appreciate that that's probably some of the most pragmatic advice is accept the guidance on you know some medical expertise. Um, one of the things I, I, I'm quite shocked about so far is just how widespread the impact is, whether someone is actually dealing with personal or family health issues or things are being delayed because of circumstances or, or the impact in business. And, and really, we're a, a business podcast. So one thing I haven't seen yet, and, and perhaps because we're still partially in crisis mode and we're not yet in recovery mode, but we're just coming out of that. Right? We're just starting to reintroduce inspiration for those that have lived through uh, hard times in, before would be very welcome, Peter. If you could offer a little bit of hope, some encouragement for, our, for entrepreneurs who are thinking, you know, do I wind up? Do I, you know, Put that behind me and say that was a pre-COVID type business or starting something new or, you know, pivoting or growth. What, from your experience, what could you share at this time? For me, obviously, you've, you've got to be positive and you've got to be enthusiastic and you've got to say to yourself, this too will pass. Somehow we'll get through this. It might not be the business you're in today. It might be a new business or a new venture because your business could be uh, affected. For example, a buddy of mine runs Jimmy Patterson's radio stations. He, I think he's up 47 of them. He runs them out of, uh, out of Kamloops. And I was asking him about business and he said, well, the out, outdoor, Jimmy owns all the outdoors in BC, certainly in Vancouver. 
He says, they're down 75%. I said, why on earth would outdoors be out 75%? He said, because there's no cars on the road. We buy outdoor advertising to the people in the cars. It never, it never even dawned on me. So it will, that will come back, but it will take time uh, as mm-hmm. it increase the people will advertise outdoors. So it, it's, it's going to be different for other people. Your life is not over. Okay. Um, we haven't, many of us haven't died. Most of us haven't died. Uh, if we're married and we have, and I, I'm very happily married 52 years to a woman who loves me dearly and encourages me every single day. Uh, because I need encouragement. People need encouragement. They need to, be, need to be know that they're cared for and they're loved. And this will pass and we can get through it. It'll take some time. It might take some challenges. We may have to borrow some money from mom and dad. We may have to remortgage our house. Whatever we have to do, we do. This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is powering Canadian small businesses. Go to ebay.ca slash up and running to open your online shop. Peter, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, doing business generally in BC and in Canada. We have a, a privilege that we do have a, a, most of our listeners are Canadian, <laughs> but we have a lot of international uh, companies looking at doing business. And our goal is to be, you know, the number one essential podcast medium for Canadian entrepreneurs and for international companies looking at doing business in Canada. So. I'm hoping you can provide some insight on what you see as opportunities or challenges, uh, BC specifically, and maybe across Canada. I'm basically in two businesses. One is the media business, uh, and and I guess the other is a media business. It's a speaking business. And speaking, I've done more podcasts and Zooms in the last three months than I've done in the sure. last 30 years, which is wonderful. I, I love it. I don't have well, to. I'm glad we're on the list. <laughs> I, I don't have to get on the plane. Don't have to stay in a hotel and. Uh, all that kind of stuff, but um, it, it's it's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to uh, suggest it's not going to be challenging, and we're going to have to work harder and ask more questions. There's, there's a, when I'm speaking to a sales group, uh, I say, I don't actually mean this, but I do mean this. So I'll go up to an attractive lady like you, and I'll say, will you marry me? And you'll say no. Then I say, why? And you say, you're already married. Then I say, if I, if I wasn't married, would you marry me? And you might say yes. So you've gone from no to yes in less than 45 seconds. Doesn't mean we're gonna get married and all that kind of stuff. But I'm saying, ask, ask the question, would you consider this proposal? No, most people won't say why. Well, why wouldn't you consider? Well, it's too expensive. Oh, help me understand. How do you mean it's too expensive? $50,000 and I've only got 35. So then you say, are you saying to me that you'd buy this proposal for $35,000? If they say yes, then you have to quickly say, can I sell this proposal for $35,000? Can I make enough changes in this proposal that I can still make a profit of $35,000? And nine times out of 10, you can. So it's conversational. So you've just identified something for me in this podcast that I have found it very difficult to put my finger on. And I, we often get challenged with the different cultures between particularly American and Canadian cultures because we're, we're, we share the same border. And, you know, people will say to me, the Americans take more risks. They take, you know, they're more entrepreneurial. They're, they, they say yes more to conversations. 
but suddenly you've just pinpointed that we're super conservative here in, in Canada. That's my experience. Um, and I would love to get your insight on that. But conservative doesn't necessarily mean any lack of entrepreneurship or risk. It means ask me more questions. Okay, will you marry me? No, not in the forefront, not from the very limited pieces that I know is, uh, is kind of a tip on how to deal with Canadians, right? A little bit of ask more questions find out more about them, get into the conversation. If I go with a client and, uh, and what exactly do you do? And I'll be shocked at how many people, nine out of 10 people will say, no one's asked me that. What do you manufacture? What do you, what do you sell? What, 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 and depending on where the conversation goes, what's the profit margin? How many sales guys do you have? How many offers do you have in Canada? People won't ask that question. And then somewhere in there you sneak in, and, and what do you do for advertising? Do you use newspapers, magazines, uh, radio, television? How, what do you do? And they'll tell you, are you married? Do you have children? What are their names? People will tell you pretty much most of the questions you ask them. And out of that, you form, they're probably, and you say it this way, they're probably, as I see it, there could be a way in which you and I could do business. You kind of have to answer yes to that. Yeah, they probably could. I didn't say they would be. I said they probably could. So then you have to figure out how do we, how do we, what can I do to help your business? What can I do to help you grow? What can I help you to sell more of your widgets? And if I can do that, could we do business? And you'll probably say, yeah, if you can do that. Okay, then I got to figure out how I can do that. What's next on the horizon for for you guys? This is this is a sample test line of questioning for how to deal with Canadians. What? Well, you know I'm what? not sure whether you've met my EA, who is originally from the Philippines and has only been with me a few months, but is an absolute whiz in, in the computer digital world. And she's got me doing things that I, I'm not even sure I would dream about uh, a, a year ago. Uh, so I wouldn't do it on my own, but I'm now doing it because she guides me, directs me and encourages me and says, don't do this, do this and so on and so forth. So where that will go in the, in the next year, I don't know. But it'll be, it's a lot more today than it was six months ago. Therefore, I, so it's going to be a lot bigger six months from now. Well, then I'm curious, just uh, talking about your team right now, um, you know, there was a, a everything's a, as at in the moment when, when you're at about 130 employees. How is your team coping right now? Are they all in one place? Are they remote? Are they distributed globally? Well, it's it's ba it's basically great. If they're all in Vancouver. We do have reps in in Toronto, but they're, they're hired reps and they have their own offices. I would say we've got 55, 60 people, and probably on a daily basis, you might have you might have as many as ten. Everything is done remote. I believe that they're working every day doing what they're doing. Um, we have one magazine that I haven't seen one editor for three months. It's a weekly magazine, but the magazine gets out every single Tuesday. And they're now saying, I don't want to come back to work. And I'm going to have a tough job rationalizing why I should say no. And I can't think of a reason to say no. They're happier. The magazine's getting out. Work's getting done. It's a, it's a real disruption, really, of some of our assumed systems of, of how we do business. I'm, I'm a big guy. I, I, I need to look you in the eyes. I need, I need relationships. Uh, that's how I function. 
but obviously they don't. Uh, you know, there's three editors to it's TV Week magazine. There's three editors, and they all work from home, not their their own home, not not together. Somehow they piece it all together, and it comes together. It's perfect. It is. I, and Peter, I confess, I'm in that bridging generation, right? I'm in that, you know, I come from where we used to shake hands and, and uh, always had a personal relationship first. I'm dealing with the fact that so many of my uh, clients and the people I need to serve are happy with digital. And I've had a co-working space for five years. So I, need, I it was always understood that I need that face-to-face -face contact. So it feels a bit odd having the first personal meeting with you over digital, but uh, I'm pretty question. sure. <laughs> where do you want to take your business? Do you know where you want to take your business? I do. Have you got I it do. down? You know what? I'm in a I'm in the transition personally, and so I'm gonna put I'm putting it on my hit list to come meet you in person in Vancouver. It's um, put put a so, timeline to that. If you've got yes. whatever ten things you want to do. I can do this one in three months and this one in a year, this one in two years, write down a timeline. Absolutely. And just curious, uh, I, and I know none of us really know what tomorrow is going to bring, but after this podcast, what is the best way to get a hold of you, Peter? Uh, you have a phone number, email address? Sure. Uh, I don't have a phone number. 604-473-0332. Yes. And I do have your email, which is yep. easy because it's peterleg at canadawidemedia.ca. Is that right? Yep. Who would you love to hear from? If you if you had five people calling you in the next two weeks, what would be what who would you want to hear from? I mean, you could say the obvious things, but they're not I'd like to think about that. We, we, get, we get phone calls basically every day. For, for a podcast, a Zoomcast, a speech, uh, I mean, there's less speeches, but there's there's a lot kind of being tentatively booked if they can get beyond 50 people in a room. Uh, and hopefully they're going to do that in the fall. Well, and I do have an idea for why I might want to uh, get a hold of you, but I'll leave that for another time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just going back to you, is there anything that you do, uh, or, and I know you have your own reading list, is there anything in your list that you would love to share with uh, other Canadian entrepreneurs uh, as a reading list or a, a recommended source of inspiration? Well, the one question I'm asked the most is, um, what is the one thing I could do to be a better business person? And I said, do you read? I'm amazed at how many people say, okay, well, starting today, you read a book a week for the rest of your life. You read a book with a yellow felt pen and you underline those quotes, those illustrations, those stories, those aha moments, and it will absolutely change your world. You'll be a completely different person. You'll be more interesting. Uh, and people say, well, what book should I read? Well, if you're in sales, read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Why would I do that? Well, it was published in 1947 and it sells millions of copies even today, today. And it's listed in every single bookstore in North America and Great Britain. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It sold multi-millions of copies. And it gives his secrets, his 17 secrets, of how you can be a better person. It's brilliant. And, and again, it comes back to something that is timeless. Is there's some basic human principles that, uh, you know, we all share that to have relationships and to deploy tact, 
uh, to be optimistic and enthusiastic, I can suggest that anything on Peter's writing list is probably going to hit that mark. There's a week goes by. Why well, don't say to Sherry, um, can you get these books for me? I don't know where she gets them. Oh, they're not necessarily for sale in the stores, but I've read in the, uh, th this book I've read. He's quoted somebody else's book. I'd like to read that book. It could be out of print. Could take three or four weeks to get. Somehow she'll track it down. And on my desk next Monday, there'll be a book, that book that I ordered three weeks ago. What are you reading right now, Peter? Well, I, I'm reading a guy by the name of Eric Lawson. Pardon me, Eric Lawson. I, I don't even, I, I bought his book in, I was in Palm Springs and I saw his first book and I thought, oh, I'll read that. They'll read that on the plane. He's, he lives in Seattle and uh, he's written at least eight books. Uh, and we're trying to get them all. Uh, it's tough to get, and I like hard copy books. I've got over 2,000 books in my library. Um, so I, I, I practice what I preach. He's a, he's a great writer. The book I'm reading now is, is on, on the ambassador of the United States to Berlin at the outbreak of World War II when Hitler wow. was in uh, Berlin. I haven't finished it yet. Absolutely fascinating. Now, it's not 100% true, but I'm sure 99% of it's based on truth. Absolutely. Pretty intriguing stuff. But any, anything, anything by uh, John Maxwell, anything. You can go to any bookstore and there'll be 20 books by John Maxwell. Some of them are only 10 bucks a book. Well, buy 10 of them and, and, and read them. Put, them. put them in your library and, and study them. And, you, and, and it, will, it, will, it will change you. It will change your thinking. It will change your forward thinking. It will change how you interact with people and what you do. And if you happen to be a speaker, uh, it, it, it changes my speaking and what I speak about. Absolutely. Do you have anything planned now on your speaker circuit or is everything on hold? Well, I've, I've got a couple of books for the fall. I, and I, I haven't heard that they've canceled them. One's in Toronto and one's in the States somewhere. Okay. Well, if anybody's in Toronto and the States, we'll watch on your website for some speaking engagements coming up. Peter, that like brings us to the end of our chat. I, I could probably sit and talk to you for hours, but uh, thank you so much for joining us on Canada's podcast. I My look pleasure. forward to meeting you in person. Anytime. Any, if you're in Vancouver, anytime, lunch is on me. I will take you up on that. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time. This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is here to help. They've been supporting Canadian small business retailers for 25 years and have recently launched their up and running program to meet an urgent need to get business online today. New business sellers can get a free e-commerce store for 90 days when they visit ebay.ca slash up and running. Access eBay's 170 plus million buyers around the world. With eBay Canada, you can stay local, sell global, and power up. That's ebay.ca slash up and running. Offer is open until August the 22nd.